and welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson and I'm joined as always by MC. That would be me. If this is your first time listening, I like to do this every now and then to remind the new people that Didn't are coming. You every time? You did and then stopped. Ah, uh, <laughs> I noticed. Yes, because this is now, what, episode whatever is season three. If you're coming new here, this is not the place to start. Mm. You're not going to have any clue what is going on. You need to go back to episode one, season one, catch up on all those hours of free content we have provided. If that doesn't put people off, I don't know what will. (laughs) (laughs) But we are back, MC. This is uh, an episode called Phobic. Mm. What happened last time? Did you say Phobic? No, I'm pretty sure I said Phobic, but I'm going to say it again in case I need to cut it in so I look like I'm right in this part of the conversation. Phobic. Is Phobic your rapper name? (laughs) Is that like a rapping pen? (laughs) That's quite a good joke. <laughs> what happened last time, MC? Everyone got fucking kidnapped. Well, portaled. Portaled. Portal yeah. kidnapped. Portal napped. Yeah. Port napped. Yeah. Kiddled. No, that no, sounds, that like sounds weird. Okay. Um, yeah, except for Chip, who yeah, I guess has yeah. to heroically rescue everyone now, and you won't fucking shut up about it for the next year. Oh, poor Chip. He's all alone again. Yeah. Yeah, abandoned. <laughs> He's having a bad time. Not the people who got portal napped to a nightmare dimension. Let's just hope this doesn't make him sad. Because <laughs> we know what happens when Chip is sad. Bad things. Um, it's going to be interesting, though, because Jay is still... We know Jay is in a pirate hell dimension. Yes, yes. Of his own... Volition? Uh, vis- Volition? Sure, why not? Yeah, words. Um, and But we don't know what... Uh, Louise and MC's idea of hell mm. is going to be. I do remember MC's. You do? Mm. I don't. Mm. That's impressive. I'm looking forward to find out. So let's get into it. This is Phobic Part 1. Previously on Tamara Gason. Jay started to follow, and another wave came over, sending him to the floor. Water ran into his ears, causing an echo to be added to his hearing. Yet still, he heard the cry from all the men that swarmed over the boat. PIRATES! The door burst open and several pirates, including Captain Wakefield, strolled in. He chuckled at the sight of a terrified Jay. Ha <laughs> Still unable to act like a man, huh, boy? What if one? Jay managed. Just a little fun, boy! Captain Wakefield walked away, leaving Jay alone. Maybe death would have been a blessing, Jay wondered. He missed his friends. He wanted to go home. He was afraid and alone. And at that specific moment in time, hope was a long way away. What do you want to say? MC asked. I guess I just... Before Chip could finish, he leaped onto MC and pushed him aside. The SWAT members (gasps) who had just arrived at the factory area opened fire on Chip. Confused, MC got to his feet. A small blue sphere came bouncing past him. There was a bright flash. That's it, Louise said aloud. That's how Jay needs to get back. She ran for the phone, but before she could dial MC's mobile number, there was a knock at the door. When she opened the door, there was no one to be seen. Before she closed the door, she noticed something on the map. It was a small blue sphere. The bright flash that exploded out of it nearly blinded her. She could do nothing to stop it. Chip came out from his hiding place to discover that the SWAT team were gone. And so was MC. Oh no. Not again. Not another portal. The meat was dead. That much Jay was sure of. What a way to start an episode. (laughs) The only problem was what sort of meat was it? 
It looked like chicken. Maybe it tasted like chicken? Jay took a bite into the leg that lay across his plate. Captain Wakefield had invited Jay to dine with the other pirates as a reward for helping them defeat the enemies when they had been invaded just a few hours ago. So this was last episode, wasn't it? When Mm. Jay's stuck in his pirate nightmare and the pirate ship was attacked and Jay defended himself, I guess that's fair to say. He did, he did. Yeah, and now the pirates seem to have some sort of respect for him. Now he's killed a man. Yeah, in a weird situation. If this was your nightmare, Hmm. would your nightmare visions then have respect for you? Not really. I feel like maybe nightmare is... uh, Maybe it's built around the thing that you're most scared of, but it's not tailored as you go to be as scary as possible. So it's like your subconscious, so you can kind of work with that. I I think it just starts off with a theme. Like, what are you scared Mm. of? Pirates. There are pirates here. (laughs) It's almost like this is badly written or something. (laughs) Jay didn't want to go. But neither did he want to anger the pirate captain any more. "'Tis the best pirate meat on this side of the ocean," the captain declared. I feel like parrots would be expensive and hard to get. <laughs> well, I mean, pirates always have parrots, though, don't they, MC? <laughs> always. they just got, like, a dime a dozen. Is this proving how evil Captain Wakefield is? Because he <laughs> ate his pet parrot. <laughs> oh, no, Polly, she's dead now. <laughs> but you wouldn't get a lot of meat on a pirate. They're quite big, I, I guess. Don't, they don't... No, I think you're right. I don't think you would get much meat. If anyone's ever eaten parrot, come and let us know. <laughs> no, just leave us alone. <laughs> Don't, if you've eaten parrot, please stay away from us. If you're an evil pirate captain with a bad accent who eats parrots, just stay away. He sat at the head of the table at the opposite end to where Jay was sitting. He had changed out of his normal pirate clothing and was now wearing a long purple shroud and lawn green button-up shirt. He looked as smart as a pirate could. I thought shrouds were something that you put on dead people. Yeah. Also, it's quite fancy, isn't he, for a pirate? Eating parrot, yeah. dressed this way. <laughs> Are they on a date? <laughs> is this Jay's nightmare, is date a pirate? <laughs> he's just worried his heart is going to get broken again. That's what he's really scared of. Jay frowned at the thought of eating a parrot and spat the meat he had been chewing back onto his plate. None of the pirates noticed as they were too busy eating, drinking and being merry. <laughs> Was this a nightmare? <laughs> However, Jay noticed the pirate he was sat next to was staring at him. You gonna eat that? He asked in a gruff voice. Before Jay had a chance to reply, the pirate whisked his parrot leg off his plate and took a huge bite. With a mouthful, he said, Better keep away from me, boy. I eat all kinds of meat. Is this a double entendre? Or... <laughs> I told you it was a date. <laughs> He sprayed Jay with bits of parrot and started to laugh hideously. <laughs> that was hideous. Well done. Yeah, well thank done. You. I'm just getting character. Jay sank back into his chair and thought of home. The bricks and rocks tore into flesh like a chainsaw through butter. <laughs> what? Hang on, this is a very strange metaphor. You spread your butter, <laughs> but. Us normal parrot-eating people. When you like base the parrot, you you use a chainsaw How for the butter. Sharp are these bricks and rocks that they're as sharp as a chainsaw going through butter. Oh, sorry, I missed that. <laughs> the bricks and rocks tore into flesh like a chainsaw through butter. But Chip continued to search through the rubble. He wasn't quite sure what he was looking for. 
He had seen MC sucked into a portal at the hands of the SWAT and knew MC wouldn't be hiding under the remaining pieces of the genetics factory. Oh yeah, because that's where we left MC and Chip, wasn't it? They mm. were dealing with all the monsters left behind at the genetics factory slash office. Yeah. And then the SWAT had suddenly turned up. Yeah. Like it was a trap, maybe? Ooh. And they had portaled away MC. Mm. Maybe they left a clue to where he was, Chip thought as he continued to move brick. What? I don't know. Maybe the SWAT team buried a clue <laughs> under all this rubble. Well, maybe the device they used is still there or something. Sure, okay, why not? I'll yeah. go with that. Yeah, thank you. Also, I think a really good uh, drinking game for the last couple of seasons would be every time brick or bricks are mentioned. Oh, yeah. Because that comes up a lot. Yeah. With his hands bleeding and tired from the battle he had just had with a variety of mutant demons, he decided to call it a day. <laughs> Five o'clock, time to knock <laughs> off. The wife would be waiting. Chip rushed back to the car and started its engine. He sped back to the mansion. Knowing the crew was two members down already, time was of the essence. Of course he won't know about Louise, will he? Yeah. Yeah, he thinks it's just J and MC. There was a nagging thought in the back of Chip's mind. If it had been you sucked into that portal, MC wouldn't care to look for you. So why are you that bothered as to where he is? That's right, I wouldn't bother. (laughs) Well, he's gone. Well... They kind of broke out a little bit towards did, the end, did. so I feel like they were just kind of getting back on an even footing, but Chip's still a bit salty. Mm. Mm. He pushed the thought aside and concentrated on getting home. The mansion was empty. Shinno Khan just assumed Louise was working on the computer, trying to discover more about these portals and where they led. Like the thing Shinno Khan is just like, those damn kids always <laughs> on their screens, <laughs> on the book face and the, the Twittergram. Oh, Shinna kind of boomer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he had had no luck with his sources. It was almost as if everybody in the other dimensions was too afraid to tell what they knew. I feel like there should be some sort of spin-off episode one day where we just find out who these sources in other <laughs> dimensions are and why they know what is going on in this realm. Didn't we establish that before that you just go to the pub? Yes, I think that was. Is that canon now? I'm sure. Let's make it canon. Sure. <laughs> so his sources are going to be his drinking buddies. Yeah. Other dimension is the bar. <laughs> and all the information is alcohol. <laughs> he had had no luck with his sources. It was almost as if everybody in the other dimensions was too afraid to tell what they knew. Still, he hadn't exhausted every possibility. There were still some knowing wise ones he had yet to contact. <laughs> where, where do they feature in the hierarchy? Uh, there's like elders, knowing wise ones. <laughs> well, they're probably just the pub landlords, aren't they? <laughs> Or maybe they're the guys that always win at fruit machines. Oh, yeah. They are the knowing wise ones. They are. Of course, they were increasingly hard to contact. Shinno Khan wondered if every bean outside this dimension had given up on it. He went into the living room to find Louise. She wasn't there. The computer itself had gone into standby mode, a sure sign it hadn't been touched for a while. A whole 15 minutes. (laughs) That's a great detective he is. (laughs) Where could she be? He thought. Then, Shinno Khan had that strange, stinking feeling you get when you are sure something bad has happened. There was a knock at the mansion's front door. Shinokan's like, I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> oh, if only he had a catchphrase. Yeah. Maybe that could be it. Yeah. What else could be Shinokan's catchphrase? Um, drink. <laughs> his, his, catchphrasing, his catchphrase is just appearing. It's, it's more of a, it's a non-verbal catchphrase. Oh, okay, cool. That works. The room was dark, but she was sure it was a room... <laughs> I thought it might be a duck, but 
<laughs> this room I, I, sure is dark, but I'm pretty sure it's a room. I poked it and it didn't go quack. So, Speaking of great detectives. <laughs> the room was dark, but she was sure it was a room. So far, she had felt four walls, or was it three? And was she going around in a circle? What kind of circle have you been drawing? <laughs> One with three walls. <laughs> a three-walled circle. It's got three points, a perfect circle. <laughs> Quack. <laughs> a perfectly three, three-pointed circle duck. <laughs> That's dark. <laughs> Finally, Louise found the light switch. When the light came on, it didn't help much to dim the blackened room. All she saw was a small single bed, a small bed-sized cabinet, and a tiny window that any self-respecting size 8 waist would struggle to fit through. It had cold metal bars across it, denying entry, and, most importantly, any exit. So I've been quite worried about um, what Louise's... What my what fifteen year old me's idea of Louise's idea of hell was going to be. Yeah. So I'm I'm quite worried about reading this. <laughs> the thing around her head was making her scalp itch. Louise looked around for a mirror. Wow, this really is hell, she said as she didn't find one. Oh, and there's what I was worried about, MC. Because <laughs> women love to look at their reflection, they don't do. they? Louise searched the drawer in the cabinet and found a rusty spoon. She could just about make her reflection out. The nun's uniform covered her entire body <laughs> from head to toe. Oh, that's... I mean, it's not as bad as I thought it could be. I mean, it could get worse. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> it's not great still, is no. it? No. No. <sighs> MC looked around his new surroundings. I wonder if it's a room. <laughs> Gone was the genetics factory, the pile of dead demons, and Chip. A small wooden boat and miles and miles of sea had replaced them. God, there's going to be ducks. <laughs> How many ducks do you know live in the sea? <laughs> there's Jerry. <laughs> there's Teresa. they got a nice little boat. Great. Okay. He said out loud. I'm going to take a wild guess and say portal. Then he remembered seeing some swats and Chip pushing him. Into the portal? He wondered. Ah, oh, he had to jump into conclusions, isn't he? Like, oh, Chip definitely pushed me into this portal. He definitely hasn't betrayed me before. <laughs> yeah. And Shino Khan recently definitely didn't heavily hint about maybe he's here for evil. Maybe Chip was doing his catchphrase, which is heroically sacrificing himself. <laughs> but he couldn't think about that now. He was stuck wherever here was and he had to get back. Unless he could save Jay from here but he remembered the words Chip had used when he described what happened with the portals. They create a personal hell for whoever is in it. So, MC thought, I'm in the world I fear the most. The sea remained calm and a light breeze brushed his hair against his face. It's not so bad when you look at... MC was knocked to the floor by the creature that just leapt out of the water and over his head. He got to his feet just in time to see... The giant shark splashed land in the water. What? So, didn't you see Free Willy with the <laughs> the the shark that jumped over the the kid to freedom? <laughs> is that what the shark has just done to you? Yeah, right. He's just got Free Willy by a shark. 
Okay, so obviously Louise isn't here, yeah. um, so we can't ask her about her fear of nuns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but are you afraid of sharks, especially yeah. giant sharks? Yeah. Well, yeah, the scary things. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And especially, I, I guess I don't think about them much, but I think in uh, teenage years, yeah, absolutely. And so, I'd still feel very uncomfortable. I'd, I'd be shitting myself if I was in the water with a shark. But most people would, but that doesn't seem very specific to a person. And that's it. Like, is, do you have nightmares about sharks? No, 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 no. And, like, I can look at a picture of a fart. A, a, a fart? A fart? <laughs> Why are you a looking fart? at pictures of fart? <laughs> no, no, I, uh, no reason. <laughs> shark farts, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm terrified of sharks, but I'm just so drawn towards their farts. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm just going to re-edit this episode and add that in. <laughs> okay, so it seems like back in the day, mm. I would have had you, Jay, and Louise say something personally to me about a fear you may have had. Or something. And you were like, right, this is the deep insight into your psychology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was a very clued-in 15-year-old. <laughs> As Chip eased the front door of the mansion open, he heard two voices talking inside. He instantly recognised Jin O'Khan, but the female voice didn't sound like Louise. Indeed, it wasn't. It was Tifa. Hey. hey, she's back. She's been missing for a couple of episodes. Hey. Did she get lost <laughs> in the mansion? <laughs> Chip folded his arms to try and disguise his uncomfortableness. Classic teenage move. <laughs> Hi. He managed. Where's MC? Tifa asked. Chip looked at his master. That's what we need to talk about. Where's Louise? She appears to be missing. Then I think we've got a pattern emerging. What do you mean? After me and MC finished that job at the factory, some SWAT turned up and they had a device. They threw it at us. MC didn't see it coming. I did. I got out of the way, but when I broke my cover, MC was gone. I'm pretty sure it was a portal. How sure? Tifa replied in an anxious voice that sounded a lot like her normal voice. And she was probably like, what's a portal? <laughs> Does she know about Jay? She doesn't I know about anything. She... <laughs> Oh, what would Tifa's personal hell be? <laughs> I really wanted to get portaled. She, I don't know if she has one. I don't know if she is intelligent enough to be scared of things. Ooh, a pet shark. <laughs> How sure? Tifa replied in an anxious voice. Tried to make that a bit more anxious. Well so done. It, came across. it did, definitely. Good. You take direction well. <laughs> Pretty sure. Then I believe the same thing has happened to Louise. Shinnokan said. Maybe you should avoid leaving this place, Chip. Until we get this problem under control. I mean, I'm not sure the mansion is really a safe place. No, they've been attacked there numerous times, including by the SWAT, and Louise was literally portaled away at the mansion. Unless he's part of the problem. Tifa suggested. And this is unusual and very bad continuity, because Tifa seems to be a bit more forgiving of Chip. Yeah. She was one who was semi-trying to talk MC around. To... I, can, I can understand why she might be a bit suspicious. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> God, what a bitch. <laughs> the former detective approached Chip and was nose to nose with him. How come MC, Louise and Jay have been sucked into portals and yet you've remained unharmed? Tifa, you need to trust me. Oh, he said that with some confidence, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Tifa grabbed Chip by the scruff of his shirt. I have given you every chance since you've been back, especially after what you did. So tell me. Why should I trust you now? I think that's actually fair enough on Tifa's yeah. part. Like, and she's not afraid of Chip either. Like, yeah. she may be a dummy, but at least she's not <laughs> afraid. Too afraid, too stupid to be afraid. Like, <laughs> Chip twisted Tifa's hands away from his body and spun her around, snatching at her neck. Because that's how quickly I could take you if I wanted to. 
he threw her to the ground. Really building that trust, <laughs> buddy. Hey, look, you should trust me because knife. <laughs> I could stab you if I wanted, but I didn't. So, you know, I'm a good person, really. This is literally his argument is you should trust me because if I wanted to, I could kill you. <laughs> Maybe he hasn't forgiven her for the time she shot him. <laughs> Those scars run deep, MC. Oh, poor chick. <laughs> what a traumatic experience that must have been. <laughs> but I think we kind of um, played upon this in previous episodes as well. Chip, he's kind of, for lack of a better term, over it. Like, he's over sort of them not forgiving him for what he's done and yeah. being portrayed as the bad guy all the time and stuff like, like that. Doing finger quotes. <laughs> like, I mean, some people say that maybe causing an apocalypse is evil... But he came back, he went evil, he came back, felt really bad about it. <laughs> and now he's trying to move on, but nobody's letting him. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so unreasonable, aren't they? Enough! Shinnokon commanded. This is not helping. We need to discover as much as we can about these portals. Let's start by going through the research Louise has already done. Shinnokon then, again, the voice of reason, trying to calm everything down. So... I'm a religious woman with lots of faith and have given my entire life to God. What's so bad about that? Louise wondered as she continued to search the room, the three-sided <laughs> circle. circle duck room. <laughs> there was nothing much else in the drawer. A Bible, a letter opener and a crucifix. She decided to take all of those items with her as she opened the door. I like, it's, it was almost like a video game where yeah. you, you just pick up everything. <laughs> like a point and click or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You use Bible on door. It doesn't work. <laughs> Oh, the Tomorrow Gason point-and-click video oh, game would be amazing. That would be so perfect for the, the, uh, the, the shit as well. Yes, yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh. The hallway was as dark as the room, except for a few wall lanterns that provided a little guidance. Louise gripped the Bible so as not to seem so suspicious. Okay. The crucifix would come in handy for any vamps that may be lurking in the shadows, and the letter opener... That would do damage to anyone or anything that challenged her in this world. I wonder if she's still got her ninja powers. She, yeah, or I guess if it's a nightmare world, maybe they're not there. Hmm. I feel like Louise may, out of all of the ninjas currently, hmm. may have more fear about losing those powers. Yeah. Because she, oh, she was terribly injured um, somehow. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, then she got, you know, she worked her way back to fitness and stuff yeah, like that but yeah. now she's got superpowers so but they came on so quickly as yeah, well as a thing yeah. she didn't have to take a whole year <laughs> she knew what she needed to do to get home but first she had to find it ah because she's ah. the one who's been doing all the research yeah yeah she knows what she's up to oh that's interesting why could be my phobia in this reality she's scared of why the word why <laughs> why could be my phobia in this reality question mark she thought again. I guess it could be a sex thing. So a sex thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip there. <laughs> Let's try that again, shall we? I guess it could be the sex thing. Being a nun would mean intimacy was a no-no. But knowing what these policemen are capable of, it's probably a lot worse. So, I mean, still though, what does she mean by it could be the sex thing? As like, in no sex because she's a nun, I'm guessing? Like celibacy? But is... Do the SWAT know that she really likes sex because she's the only female character I in think, this story? Women don't like sex. 
<laughs> they actually be saying they orgasm or something stupid. Yeah, but you remember, this is a fantasy series okay. I wrote as a desperately lonely 15-year-old. <laughs> all women love sex, and they want to have it with me all the time. Um, I think, no, I think it's just the, the first thing that she thought of, of of being a nun was uh celibacy that's true but then she's like oh no that can't be it because those SWAT teams are up to bad stuff mm, mm-hmm. although they aren't born evil <laughs> no so they can are. they really be that bad <laughs> I, who knows it's all very confusing <laughs> louise turned a corner and continued down the badly lit corridor she passed numerous doors like the ones she had in her room and wondered how many of these nuns had also been trapped in an alternate dimension <laughs> He passes someone else like, none, sir. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Terrifying. One thing's for sure. If they're here with me, they can't be trusted. She gripped the letter opener a little tighter, but made double sure her long attire concealed it. Louise came to the end of the corridor and walked through a set of large double wooden doors and into what appeared to be the church. She decided to explore. The side of the tiny boat was wet and slippery, and MC was careful not to hang his fingers outside of it. He had indeed seen a shark jump over his boat, somehow, and from the few moments he had a glimpse of it, it made Jaws look like Lassie. <laughs> I get the two confused sometimes. Like, here boy, here boy, what is it? <laughs> You're going to eat you, me? <laughs> you bit little Timmy's head off? MC felt a strange sensation in his left arm. His hand! Yes! A hand that shouldn't have been there. The hand that had been cut off in an important battle a few years ago. The bones clicked as MC clenched his left fist tightly. (laughs) That's how hands work. (laughs) Well, I mean, if it's a new hand or what's happening? It hasn't been worn in yet. Why in his nightmare world does he have another hand? Yep. Okay. He tried not to get too excited. Okay. He said to himself, I've got my hand back, but probably because this isn't the real world. The portal, which I appear to have gone through, creates a world through natural reality and personal demons. There we go. Perfectly explained and summed up. I really wasn't sure what emotion to (laughs) do that. So (laughs) I think you're mildly confused as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it creates a world through natural reality and personal demons. So it's set in the real world. Sure. But it... Deals with your personal demons that you have in as sure, an individual. But not literal demons, just... Yeah. But it doesn't explain why he's got his hand back. No. He should have no hands. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. Cool. Right. He was only speculating, but it seemed to add up. <laughs> yeah, sure, right. Okay, yeah. I'll just write that line so people know that it all makes sense. It's fine. <laughs> He used his brand spanking new hand to surge underneath the small seat and fished out a harpoon. Standard shark hunting equipment, because I think that's what I am. <laughs> what, you are shark hunting equipment? Standard <laughs> shark standard. hunting. Not the premium stuff. <laughs> Just standard. He swallowed hard at the thought of the fish-like mammals. They're, they're not mammals. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're not mammals. <laughs> Are they not? I don't think so. They lay eggs, don't they? Shark eggs. Sure? I don't know anymore. We have to look. Sorry, we'll be right back. Oh, God. Just tell me yes or no. Don't give me a fucking explanation. 
Okay, here we go. Sharks don't feed their young with milk and therefore aren't mammals. Thank you. Thank you, internet. Wouldn't yes. have had that back then, so <laughs> that's my excuse. Unless MC's worst nightmare is a shark that does Mammal feed sharks. its young <laughs> with milk. It, it flies over the top and you can look up and see all the nipples on his, on his abdomen. No, nipple shark. It's going to breastfeed me. <laughs> Uh, uh, he swallowed hard at the thought of the fish-like mammals not many things in this world or any other scared MC but there was something about sharks that sent a cold shiver up his spine and out of his skull (laughs) that's that's a big fucking shiver (laughs) he's like an air conditioning unit (laughs) he checked the harpoon and made sure it was loaded and ready for action there was a long rope attached to the harpoon's large arrow the boat rocked from side to side as some heavy ripples pushed past in the water. The sharks just fired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really invested now. <laughs> MC also found a pair of binoculars under the seat. He looked out into the water, looking for dry land. All he saw was the fin of the giant shark thrashing about. I tell you what though, this is already better than the Meg with Jason Statham. <laughs> that was rubbish. Abruptly, it stopped and started to charge forward, heading for the boat. MC dropped to the binoculars in the water and reached for the harpoon. The shark was travelling at tremendous speed. MC wasn't sure if he could hit it. He didn't have a chance. Before the shark got too close, it put on the brakes, causing a huge wave to hurtle towards the boat. This is a smart shark. I know. Yeah, it's like Deep Blue Sea now. Way better than Jaws. There was nothing MC could do. The boat capsized and he fell into the cold water. He brought his head above water very quickly and calmed his breath. The worst thing to do in this situation, he knew, was to panic. He wiped the salt water from his now stinging eyes and scanned the water for the boat. It had landed upright around ten foot away from him. MC started to swim, trying not to splash too much, therefore not attracting any unwanted attention from the shark. I feel like the shark is probably not going to go like... Where'd he go? <laughs> I mean, the shark knows it's there, right? I mean, he just sent a giant wave towards a boat. Like, it's, it's a smart shark. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to be fooled by MC's little doggy paddle. <laughs> Maybe it will be distracted by having to breastfeed its young. <laughs> Hang on, i just got to feed the little ones. <laughs> I'd get you if I wasn't lactating right now. <laughs> MC touched the bowl... <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Hang on. MC touched the bowl. I when reckon he... you meant bow. Oh. Bow of the but I wrote bowl. Yeah. MC touched the bowl when he felt the shark brush his legs. Before he could pull himself up, the shark opened its jaws and sank its knife like teeth into MC's flesh, tearing the calf muscles in his left leg and his thigh in the right. Ow. You just got bit by a shark. That would suck. Ow. This is way worse than anything else that's happened to Jay or Louise so far. <laughs> MC screamed. Ah! It sounded like Jay, actually. But it's the uh, the particular uh, scream that you give when you're bitten by a mammal shark. You... <laughs> it's the the uh, milk is venomous <laughs> and it, it paralyzes your vocal cords. Have I ever mentioned I really regret ever written this? <laughs> it was the worst kind of physical pain he had felt in his entire life. He didn't know why. But at that moment, he pictured all the mental pain that had been caused in his lifetime. 
holy shit, he's <laughs> been bitten by a shark and now he's got to go through all this personal anguish again. How can I make myself more miserable? I know. Strangely, the cause of most of it was down to one man. Chip. <laughs> I mean, not really. Like, fair play to Chip, he didn't murder Carol. No, but that was just a zombie, like, or some zombies. Like, Chip, like, betrayed him. His best friend betrayed him, tried to murder him, tried to end the world. Yeah, we're talking about mental pain throughout his lifetime, though. Yeah, MC's it's... lived a pretty cosy life. He was a computer technician. Nothing bad happened there. He had a fiancé called Carol. She was all right. Solid <laughs> six out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so I think... I think, I think that's accurate. Good I think... cook, though. Made a mean lasagna. <laughs> Parents were dickheads. Um, but I think I think this is accurate. I think Chip has caused him the most mental pain in his life. We've swapped positions, haven't we? <laughs> Rolls. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You're I don't like, know. no, Chip is a dick. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 he's just misunderstood. Uh, wouldn't it be funny if the shark actually had Chip's face? <laughs> <laughs> is Chip a mammal? <laughs> Just Chip breastfeed his young. <laughs> is Chip a duck sharp mammal? <laughs> With three walls. Oh, oh dear. Oh, this episode's broken me. <laughs> the ninja turned shark hunter turned as far as he could and started punching the shark at its massive head. The ninja turned shark hunter turned as far as he could. Okay. Yeah, we've already established his ninja turned standard shark hunting equipment as well. Oh my god, that broke my brain that sense. <laughs> the shark refused to let go until MC caught it square on the nose. It released MC straight away and swam away. Do you think I knew that about the whole punching the shark in the nose thing? Yeah, is that I, true? I don't know I I don't want to ever have to find out. No. I feel like if it isn't true, then a lot of people have been really caught out. They're like, <laughs> don't worry guys, I know what to ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's venomous milk. Help me! Shut up. <laughs> oh, this is going to be the longest episode ever. <sighs> MC crawled back into the boat, leaving behind a trail of blood. I thought it capsized. It landed upright. Oh, okay. He knew the shark would be back. It had the taste of him now and would want more. Weird. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> He also knew that it wouldn't be long before he bled to death. He shivered with pain. It's never really been established, but I assume you can die in these uh, dimensions? That's the point. What happens when you do die? Mm. Ah. Maybe we'll find out, MC. Mm. Maybe we'll find out. The stars and moon overhead provided a little light for Jay to see by as he made his way down the deck of the ship. <laughs> Just keep going. It's all good. <laughs> He still had yet to come to terms with why he was here and what these pirates wanted with him. One thing for sure, he wasn't about to stand around and find out. After the pirates' dinner, he had retreated back to his small cabin where he had been made to sleep for the past few days. Jay had been wearing the same clothes since he had arrived at this dreaded place and they were constantly wet. There's a lot of sea-based nightmares in this, isn't there? Very true. One of the nunnery Louise's at is on like an island or something <laughs> or... He hadn't felt warm in days, and his feet were beginning to turn blue. He checked the rest of the deck to make sure it was clear. He knew there would be someone steering the ship, but surely it would be too dark for anyone to be in the crow's nest. These are piratey terms that I know. Crow's nest, steering, ship. Yar. <laughs> Parrot. 
Jay made it to the small raft at the back of the ship and started to untie it. The complicated knots took a while to figure out, but he tried not to panic. If he was caught now, there was no telling what they might do to him. When the last rope had been untied, Jay tipped the raft over the side of the ship and eased it into the water. It slipped into the water with a quiet splash. In the silent darkness, it sounded incredibly loud. Jay paused in case he'd been spotted, terrified someone had awoken the captain to his escape plan. A few more moments of quiet passed and Jay eased himself onto the edge of the boat. He would have to jump into the water first before climbing onto the raft. It must be weird for Jay as well because obviously Louise, I mean, MC knows everyone's been sucked into a portal. Mm. Louise knows how to get out of this weird mm. dimensional world, but Jay knows nothing. Mm. I mean, he sort of guessed the portal maybe, but... He doesn't know it's a nightmare world. Nope. He doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, nope. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we were confused at first, weren't we? We thought we'd been set back in time yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, what's Jay going to do? He felt a tap on his shoulder. He turned just in time to see the fist connect with his jaw. Jay fell back down onto the hard wooden deck. I warned ya, I eat all... No, wait. I warned ya, I end all kinds of meat, boy. <laughs> all kinds of meat, boy. <laughs> I end all kinds of meat, boy. I mean, in pirate speak, maybe he means he kills all kinds of meat. True. Uh-huh. Yeah. The pirate who had earlier stolen Jay's parrot meat said... <laughs> so just a sentence. <laughs> I hope if this was a show, in the credits he'd be pirate who had earlier stolen Jay's parrot meat. <laughs> Jay remained ground as the pirate pulled his sword from his belt. I'm going to chop you up, good boy. Make a nice soup out of you. <laughs> Put in some croutons. <laughs> I got a nice sourdough I got the other day. <laughs> Arr, smiggly, stop! Captain Wakefield commanded. What be you doing with this lad? Cabin, he was trying to get away. Is this true? Wakefield asked. Also, let's not skirt over the fact that this other pirate is called Smiggly. <laughs> I think that's a good pirate name. You reckon? It's, it's like a solid pirate underling name. Yeah, he it's... sounds like comedy sound, uh, sidekick rather than I'm yeah. going to make all kinds of meat out of your boy. Well, he, he eats parrot meat. I feel like that's quite a, a comedy... And he's going to eat Jay. Is that also hilarious? Hilarious. <laughs> Cannibalism. Jay didn't know what to say. If he lied, he would be in trouble. And yet, if he told the truth, he'd be in even more trouble. It's like a <laughs> little boy. He's in trouble at school. <laughs> oh, mum never told me he did not lie. This is really bad. On that note, it's weird that Jay's nightmare world doesn't involve his father. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Did his dad used to wear like a pirate hat when he beat him up? (laughs) His thoughts turned to the raft in the ocean. It must have started to float away by now. Jay decided to make one last dash for it. He pushed himself to his feet and went to leap over the ship's side. Captain Wakefield brought him crashing back down to the deck with a vicious clothesline, snapping Jay's head back as he hit the wood. Wakefield pushed his face close to Jay's and said... I feel sorry for you now, me lad. You could have been one of us. Now, alas, it seems you'll be in us. Smeekly, prepare this thing for the morning. We shall eat him alive. As the pirate Smeekly dragged Jay away, he whispered in his ear. He means that literally. And that's where we're going to end part one of Fulbic. Well, things have gotten a bit worse for Jay. Cannibal pirates. Yeah. Uh breastfeeding <laughs> mammal sharks nuns, nuns. <laughs> this three-sided <episode>. circles 
It's terrifying. This episode had everything, didn't it? All the phobias. Yeah, all yeah. three of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jay's world has got a lot worse. He's about yeah. to be eaten alive by yeah. Smiggly and Wakefield. Yeah. MC has no legs. I think he's just bitten quite severely. I hope he comes back with his hands but no legs. <laughs> <laughs> that would be quite fun. Um, but we still don't know what Louise's phobia is. Yeah. Unless it's just a sex thing. <laughs> I think it's going to be like really hardcore nuns, like weird sadistic. Is that a phobia? Puritanical nuns, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe she's been locked away from all her earthly possessions. Oh, and, yeah. No mirrors. No, it's definitely no mirrors. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's it. We solved it. <laughs> but this has been quite a long arc, really, hasn't it? Like, yes. it's it's taken a few episodes since Jay was kind of first sucked into a portal, yeah. and then, you know, he was off with the pirates, MC and Chip were trying to find out how to help him, and then they, and MC got sucked into a portal, mm-hmm. and now Louise as well. Yeah, I'm interested to see how this team up between Chip and Tifa is going to go. Because mm. um, it seems like badly so far. Has not been a great start. <laughs> Chip was like, I could kill you, but I didn't. So you can trust me. In terms of foundations for friendship, not great. <laughs> Who do you think is going to... Um, are they going to be rescued or are they going to get out themselves? I think mm. Louise is going to get out because she, she knows, knows how to. Yeah. And maybe MCLJ will stumble up cross it yeah. somehow and then they'll rescue the other one that's I my reckon theory. I know how you do it really mm. oh interesting shall I say yeah go on go on tell us your theory I think you have to kill the scary thing like your face the fierce thing so oh, MC yeah. has to kill the shark Jay has to kill Captain Wakefield Louise has to kill a nun yeah <laughs> <laughs> guys I'm a hero I killed a nun uh, next time I'm just going to start with her stabbing a nun in the face <laughs> throwing her into a three sided circle room <laughs> Well, if you have any theories about how Phobic Part 2 is going to end, did you know, MC, mm. there are numerous ways in which you can get in touch with us. How exciting. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook and come and send us a message there. We are at Facebook slash How I Ripped Off Podcast. And we are, of course, on Twitter at How I Ripped Off. And, as I said at the start of the episode, if this is your first time listening, and for some weird reasons you've skipped to the end, you can find our entire back catalogue up on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes and YouTube. Ooh. And also, please leave us a rating or a review or a nice YouTube comment because there aren't many nice YouTube comments, so why not break the trend? Especially on our channel. Yes. <laughs> That's, hey, Leaky the Anal Brand. Thank you. Uh, our we hero. love you, Leaky. <laughs> if no one's heard our bonus content, uh, our Sonic High School um, yeah. spin off, then they're not going to know what the heck we're on about, which is really fitting with this episode. <laughs> Three sided circle rooms. <laughs> breastfeeding sharks <laughs> parrot eating pirates and leaky the anal gland you're welcome the world <laughs>